Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WGC Workday Championship Week played at the concession here in Bradenton, Florida. I say, of course, here in Bradenton, Florida, close to my home of Newport Ritchie. As we start the Florida Swing, we're done with the left coast, the west coast. We're going to come over to the east coast. And while we still will get a good lock time this week, be prepared for the 6 a.m. lock times starting next week at the Honda Classic. But before we get into the Honda Classic, of course... We are going to dive in to my first clicks and top five bets for the WGC Workday Championship. This is one of my four series of PGA DFS top five videos. While this is not a DFS video, it is a betting video. It still falls under the top five category, if you will. So let's go ahead and dive right in. As I do every week, we're going to start off with Transparency Corner. And these are the ones that make me a little bit different than everybody else. I'm going to tell you, I had an awful week. I don't know how many people out there in the industry are going to tell you that, but I did, at least on the betting side, these first ones. While Max Homa might have been my eighth click of the week, he certainly wasn't in my top five. Roy McIlroy was number one. I thought there was good value there, and he played the worst he's played in two, three, four years, something like that. Crazy. Snapped his mid-cut streak. He had the longest one going. Now that goes to Xander Schauffele. Colin Morikawa thought the odds at 35-1 to looked pretty good, but his new putting stroke, not great. However... I'm going to give that a little time to manifest, and I'm going to go right back into him this week. We'll save that, though, for a little bit. Carlos Ortiz, I thought he'd been playing super well and hadn't missed a cut at Riviera. Well, that streak ended as he uh, could not put the ball in the hole. His putting went down. Ches Reeve missed on the number. Brutal. Could have had a good weekend. And Sung Kang finished DFL. So for my top five, really one of my worst showings. First time I haven't even gotten a place, let alone... You know, in place, I mean in the top 20, because that's what I cover here. But yeah, not great. We're going to move on to this week, though. Let's get out of last week. We're going to move on. Good thing about golf is you get another chance this week to go out and try and find a winner. So I'm going to start with Bryson DeChambeau, 18 and a half to one, maybe even 19 to one. So I watched him for a good bit last week. And finally, it looked like he found something on Friday around the eighth or seventh hole. He played his last 12 holes at around three, four, five under, something like that. I can give you the the real numbers here in just a little bit. But regardless, yes, I know the only thing that we have here in terms of history is the 2015 NCAA championships were, yes, won by Bryson DeChambeau. That's not really why I'm uh, picking him here, though. I really think, like I said, I think he found something on the back half of the round last week, again, playing his last 10 holes at four under, almost making the cut, coming back and almost making the cut. So I think that he should bring that momentum here into this week. And if you check out my first cut article uh, for, of course, Osmo, free in each, and each and every week, I break down the course, at least from a bird's eye view, what I know and what I've read about it and seen it. And I think it's a great fit for DeChambeau. I think the win in 2015 certainly, you know, his game has transformed since then, but I think it's an even better sense coming into this year. I think he can hit the ball further. 
uh, carry some of those bunkers and ponds that will come into play for the less uh, driving distance heavy golfers. So I think DeChambeau is in a great spot. And the fact that he's coming in at 20 to 1, I think that's a pretty good odds on Bryson DeChambeau here this week. He will be my first one, my second golfer that I'm going to bet on here this week. And now I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to start with, again, Colin Morikawa. I'm going to, of course, give you my two bombs at the end, which I think everybody loves to hear. We love those long bombs that can give us a massive return. Max Homa last week at 70-1 to 1 was pretty good. But Colin Morikawa, he is creeping up to that 70-1 to 1 number. Speaking of that, 55-1 to 1 coming in here. That's going to give his top 10 odds some around 4-1. to 1. His top 5 odds probably around something like 10-1, to 1, maybe a little bit less. And top 20 odds should be around even. So here's what I like about Morikawa. He hadn't played for quite a while coming into last week. Ended up having a really nice Friday to get himself through the weekend. He did come in AT for 43 last week. But his approach game, after not playing for quite some time, looked like it was one of the best in the world again. In fact, he and Cameron Tringale both gained 1.88 strokes on average per round. So just shy of 8 strokes for the tournament. Tying for first. So that's a great sign for Morikawa. However, as many strokes as he gained on the approach, he lost on the putting. He lost 1.89 on average per putting, just shy of eight strokes. So gaining 1.88 on the approach, losing 1.89 on the putting. So I mentioned that he's got a new putting stance, a new putting grip. It's really weird. It's like some weird claw grip that I'm trying to show you here. It's very weird. Regardless, it, it does bother me that he switched to this, given the fact that he just won a major, what, three, four months ago? So I'm a little concerned, but obviously he thinks that it's going to help him. So if he's able to hone that in, of course, last week was the first week using it in competition. Maybe he'll be a little bit more comfortable here this week, especially on these greens that should be a little bit slower. I would suspect that this new putting grip will help him more on Bermuda than it does POA. So let's see if that will stay true this week. 55 to 1 on the outright to win, which is the longest odds we've had on Morikawa in a long time. And he led the field in strokes and on the approach. So it's not like form is that far off. Colin Morikawa, 55 to 1. Okay, third guy I'm going to go with, my mid-round guy. He's out of the same cloth as Morikawa. And obviously, Victor Hovland is a lot smaller. So it's not going to be him. It's going to be Matthew Wolf, the third member of the three-headed Rookie monster, they're no longer rookies, of course, on the PGA Tour, but the three-headed monster, Wolf, Maurikawa, and Hovland. So the reason why I'm going back to Wolf is here, we, we know he got injured uh, right in the beginning of the season around the Desert Classic, around the Farmers, it was a thumb injury. It looks like that's kind of subsided, though, and he's made the cut in the last two weeks, showing some good signs. Last week, he had a pretty good scoring week as well. He put up plenty of birdies, even though he finished in almost a dead last Although, Sung Kang, who I did pick, actually finished dead last. Wolf finished fourth to last. But what I liked, gain strokes on the approach and gain strokes putting. So that is an improvement from what we've been seeing. The 1.50 lost strokes off the tee, well, that's because he couldn't find the fairway. But the fairways at Riviera, well, they're a lot tinier than what he's going to see here this week at the concessions in Bradenton, Florida. Most fairways are 30, 40, 50 yards wide in in a lot of landing spots. Plus, we know he's got the elite length off the tee. And what I'm doing here is what I've seen, Bryson DeChambeau and Matthew Wolf play well at the same spots. So what I'm trying to do is just couple them together. If one plays well, I do suspect the other one too as well. Now, again, that's always going to say standard, but that is what I'm going with here this week. Matthew Wolf, 110 to 1, should give you pretty good value throughout the board as well. Of course, we know that when that top five comes, his odds are going to go from, you know, three digits that they are now, probably in half, maybe even less when we get that top 10. So let's try and jump on it before it happens. 
All right, the fourth guy I'm going to talk about, uh, and the fifth guy, two European Tour players coming over here uh, based off their merit from last year's race to Dubai standings. It's Robert McIntyre and Rasmus Hogard. For McIntyre, I believe in this lefty's ability. I think he is a young, prospering star that uh, really has gone a little bit unnoticed because, again, unnoticed here in America playing uh primarily on the European tour. We'll see if he comes over and plays over here after this year with a lot of good WGC starts, the majors. We'll see uh, if that ends up getting him into the PGA tour for next year. We'll see, but still 150 to one to win. I don't think he can do that here this week, but certainly at the top five, 20 to one, eight to one on the top 10, something like two and a half, three to one on the top 20 as well. His recent form coming into this week, third and 29th in his last two European tour starts. Pretty good stuff there. Also had a chance to win earlier on in the season, so McIntyre certainly finding his form early on. Holgard, on the other hand, he was going through a bit of a rough patch, but his last two starts, back-to-back top tens. When this guy gets on a run, it's hard to stop. He had a couple of wins in quick succession on coming back from COVID, so I love where this young man's, I think he's still a teenager, maybe he just turned 20. 175 to 1 to win. Don't think he can do that this week, but top 5, I don't think he's out of the question. Somewhere in the 25 to 1 range and the top 10, I think you're going to get somewhere around the 8 to 10 to 1 range for Hogard. Obviously, top 20 as well. I think top 20s are really in play for these guys this week, given the fact there's only 72 golfers, but that means the odds will be a little bit deflated, obviously, because of that. So let's go ahead and review. We're going to get Hogard, 175 to 1, McIntyre, 150 to 1, Wolf, 110 to 1, Colin Morikawa 55 to 1, and Bryson DeChambeau at 18 and a half to 1. Those are my top five PGA bets for the Workday Championship, the WGC Workday Championship in Bradenton, Florida at the concession. So, to my next video, which is going to be the values, you can see I'm recording this Monday morning. Values will probably be out sometime Monday afternoon. And of course, my PGA DFS first look show with Jeff Ulrich. Uh, that's coming up at 2 o'clock today. So until next time, everybody, thanks for joining, and we will see you on the other side. Cheers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.